0: Well, hello there, sporting world. There is absolutely nothing to talk about right now because the NBA All Star Game is over. The NFL is over. Baseball is in a lockout, and the Blackhawks suck. The Red Wings are eh. College basketball's okay, I guess. There's just not much to talk about. So, uh, we still try to break down NBA All Star Game. We talk, yeah. Just, just listen, you'll find out what we talk about. We have a special guest on, and we even play Mary F. Kill and have a good old-fashioned Mad Lib. It's all coming up on this episode of Frustration Nation. Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. are the fn podcast for fn fans of fn sports teams every episode we explore the heartbreak horror and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan i am your pessimistic host and detroit fan the man in the michigan hat i'm here with my miserable co-host and chicago fan furious george along with another guest to be named later but let's start like always what are you furious about today
1: Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the hate flow through
0: you. Well, I am mad because, well, let's see, on my notes here, I wrote, Machine Gun Kelly, get off my lawn. Mm. Um, If you watched the NBA All-Star Game, which from my prior conversation with you, you did not, but... They, for some reason, the city of Cleveland chose him to be their celebrity MC to intro the starting lineups and the the starting and reserve lineups of the NBA All Star game. Okay. And so he came out and he's like giving this whole like spiel. Basically, you could tell not like nobody was into it. And it's like, (laughs) why would anybody be in a Machine Gun Kelly? Just objectively. As a person. And I thought about this, and I I never even realized this, but like, because I didn't know until I was watching the game that Machine Gun Kelly is from Cleveland, and I was like, wow, this makes his beef with Eminem even that much more makes that much more sense. Like Mm. Michigan and Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, Ohio, yep like wow i i never like i always for for some reason i just thought it was because machine gun kelly was jealous of the goat white rapper okay <laughs> which is probably just as much a part of it honestly yeah but then i realized that the the michigan ohio rivalry runs far beyond just sports it runs into white trash music okay <laughs> not that i think eminem's music is trash but okay. uh, Eminem's, ma- Eminem's music is probably played in a lot of white trash. He settings. probably has a big white trash fan base for sure. Yeah. Him yeah. and Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would go as far as to say a, a large majority of his fan base is white trash. Kid Rock or Eminem? Yeah, Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. Kid Rock is, for, yeah. Eminem is a lot more mainstream. than I mean, Kid that's Rock, why he yeah. has that line in Cowboy where he says, Straight out of Compton, I'm straight out the trailer. <laughs> I love great, that line. What a great song. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I, I actually don't really have much to say on this, but I just I wanted to express my hatred for Machine Gun Kelly, and I've never heard a song of his that I've been like, oh, wow, this is a great song. Like, this song <laughs> is one that we should continue to play over and over again. Okay. Because listened- I'm going to disagree. I really like Machine Gun Kelly's music. <laughs> do you actually? I really actually do, and it's almost like a guilty pleasure because Him I think in his nasty tattooed sleeve <laughs> neck body and his bleached hair i think he's kind of a scumbag person yeah so it's like he's definitely one of those people where you, you have for me i have to separate his music from him because the whole stuff too with uh megan fox like everything i've heard about their relationship that's on like twitter and everything you see the tongue stuff they did super in, like, weird public. yeah it's just they're like almost yeah like it, it's really gross so like that as a person i'm not a fan of him but his music i actually really like a lot of his songs especially like after he stopped doing rap as much because eminem basically ended his career and he switched to like I'm pop to punk, <laughs> <laughs> he switched to like more like a pop punk rock kind of stuff and i actually really like some of that like his uh bloody valentine album Like i think that's while i'm album. while i while it's my event sesh i will go ahead and add this note like in general I hate artists that change genres. Mm. Um, I always feel like the new genre they change to never works out for them. So th- there's a, the only exception, really, I can think of is Taylor Swift. Like her switching from country to pop, she yeah. became way more popular. That was a good move for her. But like Miley but Cyrus, her music was better when she was country, though. Miley Cyrus went from pop to country. Like her latest stuff's been a lot more country based. And then oh, you I have Michigan Kelly. You mentioned there's um the band perry you remember that yeah group? Yep. they do like straight pop now like if you feel like you haven't heard a song or their name in a long time if you look <laughs> them up on spotify they have like three eps and each one not only are they pop songs but they're pop songs with explicit lyrics or content now it's wow. like what a change from (laughs) from if i die young yeah i wonder um, how much of that's like just financially driven versus they actually change their tastes and what they want to do i don't know that and then i'll just say personally like growing up listening to a lot of christian music i used to really like there was a couple bands i used to really like that played like legitimate rock or like punk rock Kind of Christian music, yeah. and then they did like uh, they did like one worship album, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Wow, we should just continue to do exclusively worship or acoustic albums." Mm. And it's like oh, that sucks. Like <laughs> Cutlass is the main one I can think of that you probably know that. Name oh from. yeah, that's a good one. They did one they had worship album, Strong Tower, which is a good album. Yeah, and then every they ever like rock then, stuff was actually pretty good though before they did that. I know, but ever since then they continue to do anyway. So. Mm-hmm. That's the other part of my rant, I guess, is artists that change genres along the way. I yep. dislike. Yeah, I can see that. I will give a shout out. Like, you should listen to "No Tickets to My Downfall" is the name of the album I was thinking of. It's a pretty good album. And then Bloom is okay, but yeah, like some of his stuff, I I do like it. So, um, but I think that's fair. So going off the NBA game, and maybe we'll transition from this to talk about the game as a whole my vent though is that the nba has become like borderline unwatchable for me it's such a garbage product and i know a lot of this is because the pistons suck right now so as a bulls fan i'm sure you have a lot more ability to watch the nba and a lot more interest because the bulls are relevant and they're good right Mm -hmm. and i i would say the bulls are a fun team to watch um because they have a lot of guys who have their roles they fit well as a team They Their skill sets complement each other. The teams, to me, like the Nets and the Lakers, when I've tried to watch them, everybody on their team tries to do the same thing. And it's so frustrating to watch three guys on the same team who all have the same skill set, the same idea, are all going to try to dribble down the court, be a ball handler, play ISO, take a contested shot. And then now the next time down the court, the other guy's going to do it. And there's no flow to the game. People are taking terrible shots. the The quality of the game, as a whole, to me, and I know there's several players that are super fun to watch right now, but the sport is just so uninteresting. Boomer, and... <laughs> <laughs> to abolish the three point line. We need more layups and back before the dunk was allowed, the <laughs> sport was much the better. Shot, right? <laughs> I just. I don't know if it's because the Pistons are bad. Like if the Pistons were good, I'd be watching the Pistons. Right. But like last time the NBA was good (laughs) is when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was still Lou Alcindor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. When the Tigers are bad or the Red Wings are bad, I can still be excited to watch, you know, like Dodgers Braves, even a regular season game. Honestly, it's like, the games are more fun to bet for me which gambling is a big part of that um like i watched a lot this past year of the the san francisco giants baseball games it's like i would rather watch a giants who i have no vested interest in whatsoever regular season game than whatever like the premier game for the nba is on any given night Hmm. um it's just it's a tough watch to me, and as college bas college basketball is awful right now, too, but at least with college, it's like every possession matters. You go down the court, you get a late three, and it's like there could still be seven minutes left in the game, but you hit a three and it feels like, okay, that was a huge possession. The NBA, it's like there's no drama to it at all. It's like you'll go down the court, hit a three, and there's like not even a reaction from the crowd or the announcers. feels like every game has seventeen people in attendance. I just oh, okay. It's a tough watch for me, and maybe it's just it's my own personal preference. Like I'm not saying it's objectively bad, but it's really hard for me to watch the NBA right now. Sounds about. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna say that, um. Yeah. So, uh, I guess in my own, so yeah, it's a lot easier for me to watch the NBA when the Bulls are good. Like I did not watch nearly as much NBA the past like five years when the Bulls sucked. Okay um definitely it, it's always easier to watch your team when they're good that's just the way it is like right. i've only watched like maybe three black hawks games in full this year yeah. like i just the Blackhawks are bad and so i i don't i mean i'm very loosely following them this year so i totally get that um so but that aside like that is something that i love about this bulls team There is. Seems to be very distinctly roles that they have mm-hmm. on the team, and you can tell that based on the. Actually, if you watched the NBA All Star game, if you want to look back at the stats, Zach Levine and Demar Derozan, and this is kind of our transition here. Zach Levine, Demar Derozan. Well, actually, before I get into this, I should invite our guest on. Actually, there you go. Let's do it. Yeah, because I, I was getting too excited here. I think all we'll right. keep going. The conversation will flow out of that, but. Oh yeah. Um. So, all right. So we'd like to welcome on. Um, our, our good friend and how else, what other qualifiers should we give him? Mm. Network boss. Czar. Czar. The Don. Dictator. mm. Mob. Godfather. Richard. Chicago. (laughs) Yes. Very good. What's up, guys? Yay. Woo. Welcome to the show. What's up? How are you guys doing? Doing well. Eh, doing good. Just getting out our anger currently. Um, Amongst other things. And, and we disagreed about what each other was angry about. So we needed you as a moderator to yeah. like get control before this episode. Yeah, so let's start right with it. this. What do you think of Machine Gun Kelly? I love his music. Mm. I don't know yes. why,
1: but like, it's catchy. <laughs> Something about It's it awesome. catchy.
0: His uh, voice is really distinct too from other. And what do you think about the NBA? I uh, I was watching NBA All
1: Star game this week and it was interesting because I I had mixed feelings. <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> feel because because
0: <laughs> it sucked.
1: Yeah, because like the dunk contest really sucked.
0: The dunk contest is garbage. Yeah, and in fairness, I did not watch the dunk contest. I'm the I last. G- Good dunk contest was with Levine, yeah. Aaron Gordon, and Zach Levine. Yeah. That was great. I saw a lot of people tweeting like, "It's not too late for Zach Levine to get out there." <laughs> the skills challenge was horrible. Like, so what
1: is the skills? Challenge? I didn't hate the I didn't skills challenge. challenge. I it, it made the rookies look in like Cunningham like- kind of looked horrible. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so what is the still Well, spot? that was okay because he plays for the Pistons. <laughs> is it like in, like, high school basketball where it's like, oh, dribble a ball with each hand down the court between the cones? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to say, if they had cones, that would be sick.
1: Um, <laughs> it was basically, like, games. And they had, like, the one game where they had, like, different hot spots they had to shoot at and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the oh, shooting, they had passing. Yeah.
0: And what was is that the, the one where that one dude was getting roasted for missing, like, four layups? Yeah. Maybe. All I know is they had one team that were rookies, one team that were the Antetokounmpos, and then one team that was the Rooks. Uh, three players from the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers. The Cav- yeah. Hmm. I mean, stuff like that in in theory, like the concept, sounds like it could be cool, but I don't know if it's the production value or that the players just don't care. Like, ever, whenever I've watched anything like that for the NBA, it just is so cheesy. NBA yeah. is the most like. I do feel like it is the most Hollywood affected sport. Like there's a lot of, a lot of NBA players, I think reached a celebrity status similar to that of Hollywood, as opposed to athletes in a lot of other sports. Like, and it cuts away to the crowd all the time too, because there's so many big name people there to watch and stuff. It feels like you're watching the Oscars in a basketball arena. Like, it's just i would much rather watch basketball than the oscars in person i, <laughs> I mean I yeah probably to be fair <laughs> could always get worse especially um, when they announce like you know s- this random japanese movie as the best, f- <laughs> <your> best f- <laughs> like, you best like never was heard that last up. year yeah two yeah. years ago when they had parasite that was like technically a korean film it was yeah, like i don't even remember everyone's always mad after the oscars no matter what happens yeah well then there was the year that they announced la la land won best picture (laughs) and then it was actually moonlight (laughs) but the the cast or whatever went up there and they were like oh it's not us or whatever right that was funny yeah stuff like that i feel like they do that on purpose now because that's the only way the average person hears about the award shows is if something goes wrong like i'm convinced like the same with the steve harvey miss america kind of oh, stuff yeah. like that i think some of that's done on purpose just to get attention probably that's my conspiracy so theory. here's my thing
1: like how would you improve the dunk contest because i feel like there's not many dunks you could do left you know what i mean like
0: i think you i think do it lo- naked i oh, think what? you lower the hoop to seven and a half feet the Short and you pick yes you pick ten <laughs> random people from the crowd <laughs> to come and compete.
1: just like the Olympics. You need an average person there to make sure to see the metric to see how fast they are or how good they are. I agree with
0: that actually. Or hear me out. Okay. Lower it to like nine feet or eight feet so they don't kill themselves and bring back MJ and Dominique Wilkins. Or remember the um,
1: sports slam ball?
0: slam ball is sweet it's like i still watch trampoline
1: and then go up oh my yeah. god that'd be great
0: the old there's still like full games on youtube from the slam ball leagues and stuff and i'll still re-watch those sometimes it's awesome um i also think what would be really cool is and i actually saw this apparently this was something they did in the 90s but apparently they used to have like A celebrity slam dunk contest. Usually it was athletes from other sports. And so this one in particular they were showing was like Chris Carter, Deion Sanders, Michael Irvin, and Ken Griffey Jr., who went and did a slam dunk contest. That would be awesome. Like if you could pay an athlete from a different sport enough to come and do that, that would to me that would be super cool. Yeah, imagine like Calvin Johnson in a slam dunk contest. Yep. Who? That would be do you think they should Mitchell Trubisky? To... Oh man, the MVP. <laughs> yeah, all right. Out comes Matt Nagy to perform. <laughs> <laughs> Throws down a 360 windmill. Dunk. I wonder who got more booze sick. though.
1: Matt Nagy or I don't know if you saw okay, so I was tweeting you or texting you, um, Fierce George, about the whole like Steph Curry thing. I, mean, I was to booing and stuff. Oh yeah. I wonder if we get You're more booing, booze. Steph. Matt Nagy or Steph Curry, because that was pretty bad.
0: Why were they booing Steph Curry? It's just because it's in Cleveland?
1: No, no. He was doing this segment with his wife.
0: Oh, I heard about this. Didn't they do like a dating game? It felt
1: like a wedding. I was like, am I watching a wedding? Like they're doing like playing games.
0: What is this? Yeah, I didn't watch that part either. I watched the skills challenge, the three-point contest. Then I watched the all-star game. That's what I watched.
1: I shut it off after Zach Levine bricked. I was like, damn, there goes my (laughs) bet.
0: That's said, why it's pointless. You it's put like, money on Levine as MVP. No, no, no,
1: as the um, three-point winner.
0: Three-point winner. Oh yeah, yeah. It just he feels started like so hard. I was
1: like, this is it, boys. Here we go.
0: <laughs> Even stuff like that, where it's like, it's not like you have to play intensely. Like you're just shooting open threes, right? Yeah. Like it just the you can feel the lack of effort and the lack of care. Yeah. And it's like it's fine. I get that's kind of their vibe. It's more chill. The players are really friendly now. I still kind of like though the like the older NBA where there's like actual rivalries. Like I think it's just boring because everyone's such good fa- friends. It's like oh like LeBron and KD and everybody's just like all like goofing off with Are each LeBron other. It's and like KD good friends. I don't know. I mean they during the like when they're doing the draft or whatever they're like all joking together and stuff. It's just like the, part of that's cool, right? But I think part of it too it makes the All Star stuff feel really like fake or like. I don't know.
1: They should go back to East and West. I love East versus West. So so, I want to know, like, if the East is better than the West. Like, I would, I miss that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One quick thing I'll say, because I had started to say this, and then I remembered we had to bring on Richie. <clears throat> I was starting to say how the Bulls are good, and I appreciate them for they have because they have distinct roles. And I had said that yep. you can tell that when you watch the All Star Game, if you watch the All Star Game, because in that game. I already alluded to, I think, the fact that DeRozan and Levine had, like, 10 points each, which is very low for the All-Star game. If you watch that game, both those guys are distributing the basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, they're definitely not playing selfish ISO basketball like you were saying, Man of Michigan. They were playing, like, selfless teammates first basketball, which, again, makes me sound like a boomer. But it's, it's more fun to watch to me. It's nice to see them like have a distinct role, you know. And then Steph Curry goes out and scores 50, and he's a great player. He's super fun to watch. I like him a lot. But then he goes back to the Warriors who are terrible. It's like, okay, well, which one would you rather be a fan of? You know? Um, no, I think the Bulls are one of the teams that are fun to watch. And I've watched I've watched more Bulls games than any other team in basketball this year, even than the Pistons. Nice. Because I've ended up betting on them a lot because you guys bet on them and I'm like, oh, let's let's watch the game so I have something to root for, you know. And they are. They're just fun to watch. It's not fun to watch bad basketball. And yeah. it's not fun to even watch teams with lots of good players who play a bad style of basketball. It's just like call me a boomer or call me old fashioned. I just don't like that like ISO superstar. Stack your team with superstars and let's all just take turns playing one V five on offense. I just it's so boring. Yeah. You, there was something that you said that kind of triggered this thought in my head, and it might kind of change topics here. Um, so, if you want to bring it back to NBA All Star, any of you, then that's fine. No, yeah, not bring really. it back. It was, but okay, I have man, Michigan hat. <clears throat> we talked a lot recently about how desperate and pathetic Lions fans are with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, and I thought over this weekend of a perfect comp. For this, Cavs with LeBron exactly I mean, you're gonna say that. Yeah. 110%. <laughs> yeah. Um, LeBron this weekend in press conference, there's one where he was talking. He was like, oh I love what the Cavs have. They have Jared Allen and they have uh, Obi Toppin.
1: No, no, um, he's on the next. It, it was Jared Allen, like and Darius Garland. Um, Garland. Oh. And yeah, yeah, yeah and right, he's like, right.
0: And they have me. He, he included kind of himself. Like, it's a all what? about himself.
1: He made it all about himself,
0: and I, and then he, you know, they're playing in Cleveland, and so he went before the All Star game, did his whole like rosin powder thing up in the air, mm-hmm. and a- anyway, I feel like y- you talked about how like Lions fans were like being major cucks for how they handled mm-hmm. Stafford in the Super Bowl. I feel like, and even though he won one for Cleveland, yeah, I feel like they. Have always been even worse with him than the Lions fans were with Stafford. Which, to some extent, is more excusable because, yeah, say that Stafford was in the greatest of all time conversation and had won titles for the Lions, right? Then it's almost more a excusable. title. A yeah, title. It, you're right, a title. But like, it's almost more excusable. Like, all right, we were like the the laughing stock of the league, like the Cavs were. He won a title. He's like a hometown guy. It's a good parallel because Cavs fans said they hated him when he left and then loved him when he came back, then hated him when he left and now love him because he said he's well. And did Cavs, how many Cavs fans? I know they burned his jerseys, but yeah, how many Cavs fans actually were rooting against him when he was in the finals in Miami? Yeah, it's a good question. I
1: want to know, okay, I was talking to my buddy about this, but when was the point where everyone decided to like him again? Because I remember Mm -hmm. at one point they literally had like a chart of who's rooting for LeBron in Miami, which was like no one except Miami. And then, like, for some reason, he got loved again. Like uh,
0: My guess is probably, one, when he went back to Cleveland, and two, when he beat the Warriors. Because the Warriors were the juggernaut. The Warriors were the super team. The Warriors went to four straight finals and won three of them or whatever, right? Which that is a cool narrative. It's like he goes to Miami to become a super team. And then comes back to Cleveland to beat I guess, the Super Team. But that's kind. Of, so I think that's yeah. what like the narrative kind of changed with him a little bit. Yeah.
1: I guess I can never live that down. I was really. I was. Yeah. I was talking to my buddy. I was kind of pissed. I was like, "You never forget. Like he betrayed you guys. Like, and you just want yeah. him back like that. Like it's like a, you want an ex back, but then he leaves again.
0: Well, that's the whole, that's the whole thing <laughs> we've been saying with the Lions. Yeah. Like these Lions fans are like, oh yes. Like like the one TikTok of the guy freaking out when the lions beat the Buccaneers mm-hmm. or not the lions, the Rams beat the Buccaneers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like he's freaking out. Like, yeah. has he ever even cheered that hard for the lions themselves? You yeah. know? And like, do you realize that Matthew Stafford demanded asked, a trade, yeah, he demanded a trade away from your team? <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was a free agent, like Tom Brady was and walked and went to a different team. No, he was like, I want to be away. I'm done with this team. Like trade me away. Yep. Yeah in some ways in some ways it's worse than calvin johnson and barry sanders in some ways yeah especially because by demanding a trade we could have traded him to like i know one offer that was rumored is carolina right we Mm -hmm. could have traded him to the panthers they would have given us our their whatever eighth whatever their pick was that previous year which people are saying now like oh we could have got micah parsons with that pick. um and had an additional pick but instead we're stuck with a 32nd pick so like we traded him to a team who as soon as we traded him we knew he, they were going to be at least good. We people are complaining about the 32nd pick relative to like a top 10 pick from Carolina. Are they actually complaining about it though the same people who are just cheering for him in the Super Bowl? Oh, no. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying, okay. Which I mean there's probably people that tone deaf and because uh, you were tweeting out when they awareness. won the super bowl you were like i don't want to better not hear about this on draft night yeah it's like oh i wish that guy was there at 32 any chance we can move up and you're the same person who yeah i think it's a good comparison i, I like i think it's more pathetic for lions fans because unlike lebron he didn't win anything with you um and by rooting for him it directly hurts your draft pick which it didn't for the calves um but yeah, the Cavs, like anytime that the Cavs and the Lions are compared, like there's common, like you th- those are both teams neither of you want to be compared to. Um, so yeah, I think it's just pathetic fan bases and fan bases who aren't used to winning, but then the Cavs did win and I think almost became more insufferable because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but and like the, if you want an example of – A fan base that is not like this, that did not treat it like this, it is the Patriots with Tom Brady. Why? Because they had won so much that to them, Tom Brady leaving and winning elsewhere, they are able to just say, Hey, good for him. Like, yeah, and it doesn't affect them at all. It's nothing that he didn't do for them, right? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's what hurts as a Lions fan. The fact that he never even won a playoff game with the Lions. And whether it's his fault or the team's fault, it's probably mostly the team's fault. But I'm not going to say it's entirely like there's people out there saying he had no responsibility. And I've gotten into this on past episodes, acting like he's a victim. He is. He has to take he, quite a bit of the blame. I feel like he did a he lot, though. Active. The like,
1: quarterback. He, he had to carry the team because he was a team. But right. The like he, he had to overcome a
0: lot. But as the quarterback of a team, if you're a franchise quarterback, you have more say. Like people have said, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have, like, great talent on his team or whatever. But he's good enough that he's carried bad rosters to good points right and it's like yeah he's ultimately failed to get to the next level a lot of seasons but he's done more than Stafford has and Stafford had really good teams some years on the Lions like everyone says the Lions are bad and they are but it's easy to forget like there were years there was a year the Lions went 13 and 3 they had a top 3 defense like 2 years in a row like they were really good with Caldwell and Calvin Johnson Sue you know like they had good teams around him, but yeah, I mean, we've hashed all that out before, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I think it's a good comparison though. It's just it kind is of a pathetic fan but, base, but yeah. Um. So, okay. um. That's twice on the show now. We've talked about Cleveland and Detroit as parallels. Yeah. Yeah. The Machine Gun Kelly, Eminem, and then oh, we yeah. did, yeah. Well, LeBron one other Stafford. time to talk about Michigan, not Ohio here, but uh there was some some scuffling going on (sighs) in uh the wisconsin michigan game uh do you want to talk about it (laughs) nice (sighs) yeah so i'll say up front like i i talked about nba being a bad product college basketball has been really bad too like there's no clear-cut great teams this year there's been tons of upsets, which you could argue is good for the sport, but it's not been upsets that are like, wow, that was a really well played game by both teams and the underdog came out with a huge play. Like it's been bad shooting, low scoring, garbage in a lot of these games. And- I guarantee you, this goes back. We talked about this in the fall. My brother in law shared with me the theory that the reason that there was so much more parody in college football this year was because of the nil stuff i was about and to that say puts a lot more pressure and spotlight and focus on these players and distractions bet, and yep, yeah i bet it's playing over into the into basketball as well
1: yeah something yeah. about money so, i feel like is you know because the more underdogs winning that doesn't seem right it just doesn't seem right like especially because i guess if you're a gambler it's weird because you're bang favorites and if the favorites are losing, you're losing. like I feel like maybe like the sports I don't know if the sports have anything to do with it. What's that?
0: What is this?
1: Who's that? That's Jordan and I'm Mary J. Blige. Is that Jake... Rodman?
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what's got there's... his hand on Okay. He's <laughs> got a handful of that thing. Yeah. There <laughs> we go. People but the caption just says the GOAT. <laughs> that's funny i
1: feel like money has to do a lot with like the upsets kind of i don't know
0: (laughs) yeah i think that's part of it i think it's just i don't know if it's like more players i think there's a, a there's a dysfunction right now between college and the nba where a lot of people are going pro who shouldn't be frankly um interesting and i think like people are going pro because oh they have a high ceiling they have like all the physical tools, but they're not developed and they're not ready to go to the NBA. Like even looking at Michigan last year, like Michigan now has recruited well enough and got to the point. They're getting high ranked recruits, five-star recruits guys will come in have a pretty good season and then go pro. And it's like, man, you're like, even like a, four or five years ago, you would have absolutely come back for another year rather than go to the NBA, get drafted in the second round and then go play in Europe somewhere, you know, like if you come back next year, you could be a top five pick, you know, like, but everyone's going pro and it's like, that makes the NBA product worse and it waters down the college product. I I don't know. There's a connection there. I think that's actually what I was going to say. That's interesting is now one of these obviously turned out to be like, an incredible pick. Um, but you still have, like, who are two of the biggest players in the big ten a year ago? Iodiumu and Luca Garza, mm-hmm. both one drafted by the Bulls, one drafted by the Pistons, both in the second round. yep. And that just in and of itself, the the, the two basically the two faces or two of the faces of big ten basketball last year were drafted in the second round. yeah. like, a lot of of the better players in the big 10 and a lot of it's like okay garza was like the player of the year for the big 10 but they were like oh he's not a great nba prospect which is true but it's like okay well you have guys drafted in the first round who were like bench players in the big 10 just because they're seven feet tall it's like (laughs) it's just it's very weird like when Um, the bulls drafted patrick williams a couple years ago patrick williams was not a starter on fsu and he was he was drafted out of his freshman year, and he only played, like, a fraction of the games. But, yep. he, but it was, you know, Billy Donovan said he scouted him and liked everything about him and blah, blah, blah. Which and I get and that. Blah, blah, it but... might be a good pick still for the Bulls. But think about if you're a Florida State fan, and you're like, well, that sucks. A yep. guy who could have come back next year and been one of the top three players in the country. Yeah now well, instead of developing he's just gone straight to the league and i probably i honestly just am not convinced that the nba develops players very well you probably i mean they probably florida state fans probably in their own head they were like all right so we've got a great team blah 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 and the good news is when the starters move on like p- great bench players like patrick williams is right there <laughs> right. like he'll be a starter next year blah blah blah. and then nope he's drafted fourth overall like that yeah. was
1: yeah i can see where you're coming i from was I was going to say real quick, do you think that we should have a farming system like baseball, like have it used the G league kind of as a farming system almost?
0: I mean, that is kind of I what they're guess. doing. Aren't they like they it, do. I don't know how well it works and like what the rules are. I honestly think for the sake of college basketball, and it's hard to do this. I think if I, if I was like a governing body for college basketball, I'd try to put a rule in place like college football and say, Hey, if you're going to play college basketball, you need to be here two years, you know, like, I think the one and done just hurts the college product so much. And it's like you look at schools who do it all the time, like Duke, Kentucky, like how many titles have they really won? You know, like it doesn't create a great college product. Like it it creates great college players, but I I just don't think well, I'll admit part of the reason growing up I had trouble getting into college sports was because one, I didn't really have a team to cheer for, but two, anytime I try to look into a team, I got so like confused i couldn't keep up with the revolving door of players James. yeah and it was frustrating to me because as especially as a kid i liked getting to know the player that was on my team right mm-hmm. like for the like growing up with the 2000s cubs like for me it was like Aramis ramirez Derek lee carlos Zambrano, like ryan oh. dempster like okay i know these guys i know who they are you know all these details um but then you know if i For football, you'd have a rotating cast and basketball even more so. And, like, Mm -hmm. even now, like, I'm a big college football fan now. I still cannot totally get into college basketball until March Madness. And a lot of it's because I have every year, it's a whole new five starters, it seems, you know. And then the next year will be another
1: new five starter. How do you keep track of prospects? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. uh, I don't understand, I guess, how you would find, I mean, like how do you know who the next big star is when you don't know the next person i guess like how do you, yeah. you know who to root for i guess is kind of what i'm saying yeah
0: right and in theory that should be exciting like hey that means our team could have been bad last year but could be really good next year and like so like in theory that sounds good but then what happens is like you finally get to know a player you're like i really like what i'm seeing these past couple games and just by putting two good games together they go to the nba it's like oh yeah. never mind you know like like people yeah. are saying for the 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 Wolverines, which I want to transition to talk about Howard, they're they have a freshman, Musa Diabadi, right? And he's like, he's barely been talked about. He was a five-star who came in. He was supposed to be a really good freshman, had a really rough start to the year, but actually these past few games have been playing super well. It's like, okay, kind of an under the radar guy. Like that could be somebody to build on next year. And now there's reports coming out he wants to go to the NBA. It's like you weren't even good enough to play on this team until about a week ago and it's like now you're going to go to the nba and get drafted in what the fourth round like it's just i don't they, know man like they don't it's have just, that many rounds but it, yeah it's just like it's such <laughs> a tough such a tough watch and especially like i think it hurts the nba too because every year in the nba draft it feels like there's like three players who are like a lock to make a difference and there's one or two guys like Ayo Sumo this year who you might find in the later rounds but everybody else it's like okay who's my team gonna draft for the G League that I'm never gonna see play it just doesn't matter the draft well, doesn't matter college basketball is a bad product the NBA it doesn't seem like they're good at all at developing players I, I don't know well again the problem with the NBA is kind of like the Hollywood nature of it like even though obviously I'm a fan because he played for my team but like Michael Jordan, one of the biggest ways he changed the game was that the whole idea of the GOAT and who's the greatest of all time, who's going to be the next Jordan, right? Like that's always been the conversation and for a while it was Kobe, then it was LeBron and now, you know, Zion Williamson comes in. Oh, is Zion going to be the new LeBron or the new Jordan or whatever? Oh, is Cade Cunningham? I feel like people haven't quite thrown that around, but Mm-hmm. He was that that discussion was had at times simply because he was the best product and consensus number one pick, right? Like, will Cade Cunningham live up to being a goat level player? Maybe, but it the the problem is every year in the draft, people are looking for who is the goat. They look back to the two, the two thousand three draft and they're like, okay, in that draft there was LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and Chris Paul and Carmelo. basically all the yeah, all these great guys Oof, that have shaped that the NBA hurts. for, like, two decades now. Um, and they, they're they always looking for the next great draft. And the reality is that, really, they're just – there's not that many great, great drafts.
1: And, I feel like the last great draft was the Luka Doncic-Trey Trey, Young one. When was that one? Oh,
0: yeah, that was – Like, 2017, That was maybe, really yeah. good. Oh, but, why'd you have to bring up the 2003 draft? <laughs> sorry it's like,
1: <sighs> sorry ben as here? a piston
0: no as a piston okay here's the draft pistons picked second first pick lebron james second pick darko Milicic oh, yeah, that's right. for the pistons and then who went after that carmelo anthony chris bosh dwayne wade <laughs> and then yeah later on down the list you have yeah it's just like with how good the top half of that class was that they we picked darko it's like the one guy you could have taken that didn't work out when you could have had any of those other guys. Like that's goes down as like one of the worst drafts in all of Detroit sports history. I mean, at least just sucks that you brought that I out. mean, New I'm York sorry. always
1: boos their draft, so it can't be that
0: bad. Yeah. But I yeah, bring it. I didn't bring it up to spite the pistons. I, I brought it up just to make the point that yeah. people view that as like one of the, if not the greatest draft class of all time, yep. including Darko and Yeah. No, I mean, seriously though, probably at the time Darko was had to have been viewed as a high draft pick, otherwise the Pistons wouldn't have taken him second. I can't remember it could what, have been I think Next it New was Whiskey. seen as like because I think it was 03, seen as like a, the Pistons were about to win a title. They weren't like an incompetent organization. Yeah. They no, they not. They had like Chauncey Billups, Tyson Prince. Yeah. That
1: was awesome. I loved them around that time. It's
0: like a hindsight thing. I don't think at yeah. the time, which I wasn't even a fan at the time. I don't know how much outrage there was, but but no, to your point, I just I think that the way the league is kind of run i don't know it just rubs me the wrong way as far as like the prior the priorities of teams the priorities of the players i just whatever's happening with like the culture of college to nba basketball has resulted in what i think is a pretty bad product on both sides of it well Um, would you rather have kids come straight out of high school i mean if they're good enough i guess like rather than go to a college team and play for a half of one year and then go pro Man, what's like,
1: I, the half a year. Like, yeah, it's not going to really do much. Like,
0: it's just frustrating as a fan and like players need to do what's best for them. And I've always said, like, I'll always take the players' side. I'm not saying like the, t- the schools need more control over these players. Like I'm all for players getting paid, doing what's best for them, going to the NBA, getting the money while it's there. Just as a fan, it, It makes it hard to watch.
1: I was going to say, do you think the NIL deal with players in college, do you think that will, whoops, sorry, do you think that will encourage them to stay more in college because they're getting paid? Or would they just go to the NBA? Because they could still get paid in college now. So,
0: yeah. I think the the NIL thing was pushed more with college basketball than with college football, even because for college basketball, they were seeing like, more and more players, more than ever before, either sitting out the one year of their eligibility or they would just go to the G League. Like, wasn't it, um, mm-hmm. wasn't it James Wiseman like he sat out his one year? He was supposed to play at Memphis, I think that's right. Yeah. And then he gets drafted second overall. Well, people would say, like, to hey, I'm just gonna state. take this year to prepare for the NBA draft. Right. It's like a whole year to prepare for the draft, okay? Exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> so. But no, so I think college basketball was more of a player in the NIL than football because football still had the stipulation of two years. I think it is before they can enter for the draft. Whereas basketball, it was like these guys are either either leaving straight from high school or they're sitting out years or they're going straight to the G League or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it was like this just can't doesn't work. And for better or worse, like there's probably things that college basketball handled a lot better than college football, but college football is undoubtedly a better product to watch. And um, I know March madness is great. Yeah. The like, tournament re- is where it's after college basketball, but everything but else regular season. And the reason the tournament is so great is because you have all these upsets, right? It's going yeah, well, sure, to be interesting. That's great. But during the regular season, it gets frustrating as a team. That's like consistently being upset. <laughs> it's like, because there's no cohesion the the stat or the roster is turning over by like half its players every single year i just i don't know so tell us about continuities but tell us about Juwan howard so talking about teams that don't have continuity so michigan loses like half of our great players and i still think this coming year is going to be a really good season for them because Juwan howard's a great coach and uh the team's going to be great right Michigan has had a terrible season, which the whole Big Ten has kind of been down and been bad this year. Like a lot of like the teams that were good last year, just in general have been bad. Um, But Michigan is like right on the cusp of like possibly making the tournament. So Michigan played against Wisconsin at time of recording. Was this yesterday or the day before? So yeah, Sunday. So yeah, they did this Um, and Jawan Howard and guard right the wisconsin head coach scott guard what's greg, his greg guard greg guard guard <laughs> he so they have like a little bit of a mix up at the end of the game they do handshake lines jawan howard shakes his hand starts talking to him guard like grabs his arm and like kind of aggressively responds they kind of get separated are yelling at each other then jawan howard reaches over several players and like pokes slash slaps one of the Wisconsin assistant coaches in the face. Then things escalate. Several players start throwing punches. Two Michigan players have been suspended for a game. One Wisconsin player. Jawan Howard has been suspended for the rest of the year. Um, So a few things. Like, there's blame on both sides. Mm -hmm. Jawan Howard has several times this year been given technical fouls for standing up for players, getting into it, yelling at coaches. Like, on one hand you can respect that to an extent like he's a player's coach the players love him he sticks up for them but he's kind of shown a lack of maturity at times and something like this to me shows okay Wisconsin is it not a victim here like their head coach didn't need to grab his arm like that and you know like there was definitely words said by both sides in the pointing. yeah right like aggressive like gesturing by both teams right But Howard, you've got to be more mature than this as a college head coach. Like, even being a Michigan fan, and Michigan fans are all going to, of course, take his side because he's our guy, right? And I like Jawan Howard, but just being objective, that's not a good look. It's very immature. And as a Michigan fan who our team is, like, right on the edge of barely trying to get into the tournament, the last thing we need is for you to miss the rest of the season. Because if we don't make the tournament after this, like – To me, like, I think that's a big blight on your coaching. It's like, okay, after last year, I was convinced you're a great coach. You did a great job. Well, this year you have not done objectively a very good job coaching this team. The team hasn't been good. And then now at a pivotal point down the stretch when Michigan has a chance to make the postseason, you're going to be out for the rest of the year. Like, that bothers me more than, he has an argument with Wisconsin players. It's like, you've now been given technical fouls in like three of your last five games. And at this point, actually get into a fist fight basically with a coach. Like it's almost like a careless level of, yeah. It's like have a little bit of awareness for the fact that there's a spotlight on you at this point. You've had multiple incidents with other coaches and it's not a good look when you're a member of the fab five and have had controversy in your past as a player. Like, I'm not, like, I, I'm, the way things played out, I, I, I like the way everything happened. I think it, the suspension is fair. I don't think he should have been fired. I don't think anybody needs to be in serious trouble. It's not that big of a deal. Like, some people are blowing this way out of proportion. Some people are acting like he, like, knocked a good dude out. Yeah, like, oh, like, he should he be He, like, arrested. gently caressed his cheek. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's just, like... <laughs> Yeah, people are overreacting to it. But the problem is you put yourself in a situation that people could overreact to. And it's like, I think it's fair to criticize him and say he made a dumb decision and a decision that could potentially cost Michigan a chance to make the tournament. And when you have a team that has a bunch of five-star freshmen, right, you're trying to develop them and show that, hey, this is a team that you can come back to next year and continue to improve. I think you just made it more likely that some of those guys go to the NBA. they're like hey we didn't even make the tournament our coach isn't even around to help me develop i could do a better job developing right now in the g league you know like i think you've hurt your team for the rest of this year and potentially moving forward by putting this perception out there so i mean that's all i have to say on it but i I don't well and from a rival's point of view i have a couple friends on facebook that are michigan state fans they've been posting about how joan howard is an embarrassment and yeah all these things and that's the problem i just hate that you put us in a situation where and like he's faced criticism for like oh michigan last year ducked all these teams and illinois should have won the title like i feel like you've had too many controversies for the amount of time you've been here <laughs> honestly like i think that like jim harbaugh <laughs> <laughs> right it's like <laughs> part of me like as a fan of a team i would like it to not be the most hated team in the conference please you know like michigan's already hated because of they've always been like towards the top of like the rankings of for especially football and, and a big brand of the and, country geographically yeah the the northern the northernmost side of the country yeah, yeah it's like it's easy for people to hate michigan already like could you just not make us an easy target please you know like there's part of that for me yeah. with him like, i can see Wow, john beeline was also a good coach for michigan but he was pretty much universally loved nobody had any reason to hate beeline i think joan howard being tied to the fab five coming in michigan had the covid stuff which that i had no issue with like they had covid there was a lot of issues everybody was working around things but there's this perception that he ducked games i was i overlooked it and didn't care but now on top of that you add all his technical fouls and the suspension for the rest of the year like now you're starting to create patterns I feel like yeah. so that does bother me so well while we're talking about this let's go ahead and transition to our Mary F kill segment because we might have a Michigan related uh topic there Ooh. so
1: Love and marriage,
0: love and marriage, go together like a horse and carriage. So why don't you explain this? Because Richie, I think it's the first time he's been on a show when we did this. I'm sure Richie has never played this game before.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I played it before.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. That was much easier than explaining it. (laughs) That was no explanation needed. Yeah. All right. So Um, let's just start. Let's jump into one. Okay. So, since we were talking about Michigan here, um, here's the first one. Um, either of you, I don't care who responds first, but Mary F. Kill, Michigan basketball, Michigan football, or trainers at universities and educational institutions in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, oof. Oh, man. Do you get the reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, because there's multiple. Uh, it's not yeah, just Larry I know. <laughs> uh, you go first. Well, I'm gonna kill the trainers because obviously, justice. yeah, justice should be served. Okay. Um, so Larry Nasser, Steve, or uh, Doctor Anderson, whatever his first name was, um, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> um. So I'll kill them. I'm going to. You don't want to be effed by the trainers. <laughs> I no. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to. Wow. I'm going to marry Michigan football. Try, I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> that. Did you? Reconcy because biased. I think yeah. There's some it recency is, bias, but also I think marriage is a commitment, try, try, but it's also. Hard work. It's difficult, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think my commitment to Michigan basketball is more fleeting. Like it's easier for me to not care and move on. And then when I when they do well, I'm not a bandwagon fan. But it's easier to like care more when they're doing well. Which to me sounds like a, a fun fling kind of relationship, like a an f buddy. Oh, uh, one one night stand. That's Michigan basketball. Well, a couple nights. Right. Hands. Like a one a one season, a one season stand last stand, yeah. year with Michigan basketball. Yeah. So. Michigan football has been a more lifelong commitment through the highs and lows in sickness and in health. Um, And so, just based on the level of commitment I've made to them, I'm going to marry the football team.
1: That's cute. That's
0: beautiful, right? That's cute. Richie, what do you think?
1: Um, I'm going to kill the trainers. I'm going to marry the basketball team and Mm. fuck the football team.
0: Oh, Mm. yeah. yeah. That has been said. Quite a bit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Show me that pig skin.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I, it's like once a week thing, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, oh like that, that. That. that's yeah. a good point. I it's more consistent it. yeah. basketball. So
0: mm. it's like a, the day to day grind of the basketball season. It's more like a marriage, you know, I mean? you know? Yeah. But then, like, the, hey, maybe hit you up on a weekend every yeah. once in a while. And it's only like it's, it's a season.
1: season. Like the basketball is more longer than like football. So mm.
0: oh, yeah. it's a good answer. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna kill the trainers too because of justice. You're um, gonna fuck them either. Way to not be controversial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going I will to, marry the train. <laughs> I'm going to marry the basketball team. Wow. And I'm going to kill the football or oh well no f the football team because here's the uh, thing as a notre dame fan for football i actually do have like i'm i continue every year to develop some hatred towards michigan football for myself which i I feel feel like is the way i'm supposed to feel as a notre dame fan yep but i don't really have an allegiance to any one college basketball program really so i'm a lot more open to that being a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i'm a michigan fan for basketball but if if that was what the arranged marriage was or whatever i would be okay with it Hmm. that's the foundation of any good marriage not a fan but okay with it (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um and as far as the michigan football team for me it's like you know what like even though i i hate them like or i'm just growing to hate them i can still appreciate every once in a while an indulgence into rooting for them especially if they're playing a higher ranked team than notre dame yeah. Like, let's, like, come on, Michigan, beat them. Let's move, kick them out of the way. So. But you kind of feel dirty when you're doing it. So yeah. It's like uh exactly. yeah. It's, it's promiscuous. Like dirty, nasty, promiscuous. Oh, yeah. Fandom. Bad boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, cool. Okay. Next one. Since we referred to it earlier, these are all, I guess you can call them celebrities from Cleveland. Does and Cleveland that is have three celebrities? Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sir Yacht. Nice. <laughs> and Drew Carey, who is uh, the host of Drew Carey Price show. is Right and The Drew Carey Show and Whose Line Is It Anyway. Are you right Yep. I
1: said The Price is Right. Yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> Alright, Richie, you go first.
1: All right. Um, Let's see. I will kill Suryat. Sorry, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, friend man. of the show? Suryat? Yeah. <laughs> I would marry Drew Carey. He seems like a sweet guy, <laughs> and uh, I would fuck Machine on Kelly because he looks like he's a rock star. Rock stars, fuck. So
0: <laughs> maybe if you're lucky, he'll bring uh, Megan Fox. Oh fuck yeah! know we don't. That's
1: what I was hoping. Actually.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, <about>. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not gay if it's in a three-way. True. Um. Well, I'll I'll go. go. You go ahead. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to kill Machine Gun Kelly based on my comments earlier. I'm going to, I I agree a lot with Richie on marrying Drew Carey. Like he does seem like a a sweet guy overall. And he's got a cute little soul patch on his chin. They also say (laughs) like,
1: um, if they can make you laugh, they can make you do anything. So he can make you laugh, make you do a lot of things.
0: Whoa, that's okay. kind of scary, actually. Nice. Um, Drew's scary. No, and then I'm going to I'm going to have a few, like quite a few fun times with Sir Yacht. So <laughs> okay. be sure to tag him in this episode. I can't wait for the clip to come out of this. It's going to be so great. Um, okay, I'm going to... No homo, of course. <laughs> so I don't think you can marry... Machine Gun Kelly. I think that's off the table based on everything we've seen with his fiance, Megan Fox. I don't want to be on the receiving end of any of that. So I'm going to question: If they got married, would Megan Fox become Megan Kelly? Probably. Which isn't she like a? That was that a, a political... Fox News anchor. Yeah, right. Controversial. Yeah. Which <laughs> she went from Fox to a Fox News anchor. That's funny. Megan Fox to oh, Megan yeah. the Fox News anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay, um, I'm going to. Hmm. I'm going to marry Suryat because I will always be in his debt for bringing back the Big Ten season. Aww. Um. So I'm just super thankful. that's another example of how marriage should work like a healthy marriage. It's a love. hate. <laughs> You're thing. in debt to somebody. Uh, it is a love, Yeah. And it is a love hate thing. Cause he's an Ohio state fan, but I think we could work through our differences and find common ground. So I'm going to marry Surya. I'm going to kill machine gun Kelly. Yes. Not because I hate him. Yes. <laughs> I like his music. And you want Megan Fox, but just as a person. Yeah. That's yeah. Might be doing her a favor, honestly. Um, <laughs> And I'm going to Kill find. <laughs> there you go. nice. And I am going to find out if the price is right. Oh, Mister True yeah. <laughs> I've got a line for you, Drew. <laughs> um, the the points don't the points this are made up. What's the thing? Uh, um, where the point where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> or or you you know, instead of instead of you trying to like guess the prices of things you're trying to guess the inches of things Ooh. <laughs> i'll go like the price is right method one centimeter drew <laughs> yeah I, i'll like do i'll do three inches and
1: two centimeters <laughs> yeah, imagine having a wheel every night you have to spin Sounds like right. what are we gonna do tonight
0: drew Ooh, think <laughs> a wheel of what to do What a drew's
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like that i like that and tonight we have a brand new <laughs> <You win> Adel. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh,
1: Polanco gets played Polanco, but like goes right oh. in your ass. Like, oh, man. <laughs> wow,
0: all right. Yeah, this got a lot more detailed than I thought, but I will <laughs> stick by my answer. <laughs> have fun. Uh-oh. Hey, we should tag Drew Carey in this as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, machine gun, collie. Yeah, come on the show, Drew. And machine gun it, uh, That could be taken a couple different ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, one last one. Um, Mary F. Kill a baseball mitt, a football helmet, or a basketball shoe? Oh. I mean, is it bad that my first thought was like a couple different ones for F, honestly? <laughs> F all of them. I'm going to man I'm going to marry the football helmet okay because with everything coming out from CTE a football helmet as a way to have a secure safe protected marriage I think it's a mm. symbol for um, yeah just being safe and prioritizing your health having a healthy marriage I think a helmet um, and plus helmets have evolved a lot through the years, right? You have like the old leather helmet days. I think today's, uh, helmets picture a more well-rounded modern relationship that I could have with my marriage. So Hmm. I'm going to go marry the football helmet. I'm going to F the basketball shoe. No, 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 I'm not going to kill the basketball shoe because the NBA sucks. And I think the basketball shoe is a picture of a lot of what's wrong with the NBA And sports, which is where it's all about branding and about um, popularity, celebrity, how much money my shoes are worth versus the, the value of the sport and having a quality product. So I think basketball shoes, thanks a lot, Jordan, have kind of become a symbol for what's wrong with the sport, which is probably not true, but it's a good boomer way to have a hot take. And I'm going to F the leathery, oiled palm of the baseball glove um people talk about the crack of the bat um the pop and just of the mitt the pop of the glove yeah it's like there's something just romantic about baseball mm-hmm. and uh nothing gets me feeling a certain kind of way more than a yeah freshly polished baseball glove very nice richie i'm gonna fuck the glove because i feel like um
1: it, it could feel nice i mean <laughs>
0: you're right yeah i mean i agree hey there's like three or four fingers that mm. you can try out yeah finger yeah. holes you can try out yeah yeah <laughs>
1: um i would marry the basketball shoe because um i i have a fascination for like basketball shoes um
0: mm. maybe fetish, what's the best say, basketball but, shoe
1: um fetish. <laughs> <laughs> no but i always want like those cool sneakers and shit so i have those all day every day um what's
0: the best sneaker like, what's your favorite one?
1: The Space Jams. The uh, the Jordan Space Jams. I don't know what they're called, but...
0: Everybody nice. get up. It's time to jam now. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, And then I would kill the football helmet, I guess, because mm-hmm. it seems indestructible.
0: I don't know. Hmm. Just for the challenge. Just for the challenge, yeah. yeah. All right. I am going to kill the football helmet. I'm going to f the baseball glove. Mm. I got the finger holes to try out. Yep, and I also think the webbing could be interesting. Ooh, yeah. Throw that glove in the microwave for seven seconds. Imagine the fire nice attack warm. on the glove. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Oh, god. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason we brought Richie on the show, yeah. Between between spider tack and pine tar, like, oh, I'm wow. going to put a sticky substance and the in rosin, my glove. Yeah, mix it all but, up. Like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there that you could use. Um, cool. and then lastly, I'm going to marry the basketball shoe because I feel like basketball shoes, um, they are they cling to you very tightly and i would want my spouse to cling to me tightly and to help um help to guide me where i go and Support when you walk you. in basketball shoes you're going in i guess a certain direction so Ooh. supportive supportive yeah that's right basketball shoe yeah that's right yeah plus you're uh anthony davis and I mean, if you if you marry the wrong basketball shoe, you might just have like somebody who like looks all like like if you marry a, if you were to marry a basketball shoe that was like say the and one brand, you might <laughs> marry a basketball shoe that oh, they share a shack Your <laughs> spouse looks all like leathery and they're strung real tight, and it just doesn't it it just doesn't fit right. So. So the Zion shoe blowout was like a metaphor for like a bad marriage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just explodes. Yep. Yep. No, that's exactly correct. Hmm. And and the the Kevin Ware injury is Eww. a metaphor <laughs> for I don't know what, but uh, yeah, yeah. breaking a leg. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I love that segment it's always so fun to do it And it's fun to do it with a guest So oh, thank you for yeah. joining us Richie Oh yeah we love to do it with a guest Oh yeah uh, <laughs> Alright so uh, man, What is segment. our last segment for today This segment is One of our favorites to do and this is the first time We've done that with a guest And that is Mad Libs <laughs>
1: These memories out of my mind And some kind of madness Has started to is Splastin', this is madness!
0: But I don't want to
1: go among mad people Oh, you can't help that Most everyone's mad here
0: so if you've ever taken a road trip or i guess that's like the only time people do mad libs (laughs) or if if you had a cool english teacher in like middle school there you go yep you probably know what a mad lib is but basically i've taken an article this is a sports show so it's a sports themed article and i'm removed several of these words and i'm going to have you guys throw out words to replace it and at the end i'm going to read the article and we will see what happens. So, are I'm you not going gonna to tell pick you, e- what, like, which of us should pick at different times? Or are you just going to say what it is? I'm just going to say what it is. I think you guys just kind of alternate. If one of you thinks of like can't think of one, and the other one throws one out, that's fine. There's plenty okay. to go. So. And Richie, if we if we want, we can collaborate too. Like we can consult each other. Cool. Yep. So you guys just agree. Whenever you agree, like, yep, that's ours. That's what I'm going to use. So, um, start with a number. And I'm not gonna tell you what the article is till after. I mean, 69, right? Yeah, um, of course. I mean, what else number yeah, would it obviously. be? I knew that was gonna be it's either 69 or 420. Almost. Yeah. All right, noun. Hmm. Like, like a name or like? Could be either. Just any noun. Bob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Not a name.
0: <laughs> Nintendo 64. Okay. <laughs> okay. Herb. And I'll change the tense. Uh, okay. Bamboozle. You say verb? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take another verb if you have one, Chief. Um. Can Kyle think of an adjective? Horny. Okay. I would say fucked,
1: <laughs> cause that's a verb, right? Okay. All right, All right let's there, go. Let's...
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, cause you could literally just put, like, fuck, cause it could be a noun, a verb, it could be, it could be like... Yeah, it could be whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Adjective, even. Uh... Okay. And then what was bamboozled? Okay. Okay. I need, uh, a noun.
1: Dildo. Nice.
0: Okay, I need an adjective describing a word. Lusciously. Ooh, well, that's Ooh. an adverb. Damn, but luscious. luscious. Works. Sorry. Sorry, I'm an English teacher, so I'm good. Actually, well, I thought I was
1: describing it. That's why I got confused.
0: That's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Okay, I need a noun. badge i'll say
1: baseball glove but okay <laughs> all right i need another one same different same thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. um all right so i'm going to use that too baseball glove what did you say you needed uh baseball glove worked for that uh, i need another now. now All right. Um adjective. Slut rough.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Ooh, I love both of (laughs) those.
0: Brandy's both of those. Um (laughs) Okay. I need a verb. (laughs) Sucking. Ooh. all right, I need a plant. A what? <laughs> a, plant. A, plant. a plant. Like uh, a, a plant that grows. A succulent. In <laughs> 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 okay, it's good. And I need a fruit. Oh, Hold banana. Let's about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That'll be funny. Okay, um, I need a location. Any location. Your mom's house. Oh. Oh, I... <laughs> okay. your mom's bed my mom's house <laughs> okay i need an adjective um rock hard <laughs> okay i need another adjective Richie, you think of this adjective, and then Kyle, think of a location. Okay. Nappy. (laughs) Okay. Gynecologist office. All right. I need a plural noun them boys (laughs) 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 Um, okay Uh, adjective uh itchy okay each of you come up with a verb spank <laughs> okay um bulldoze <laughs>
1: okay
0: let me look through make sure i don't have any missing uh do you need any names? Because Bob was thrown out. <laughs> I've also got Harambe for <laughs> you. For name. Let me make sure if there's one I didn't cut out. Uh, I don't see a name. No. Oh, okay, doubt.
1: Do. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put it right here. I'll put it right here. The author, Bob Harambe. Perfect. <laughs> All right, hi
0: Bob. Uh let me see, make sure I got everything. I need uh let me see. I need a need one more doctor. verb. Oh. Um Smoke weed every day. Smoke <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, smoke. Weed. Every day. (laughs) You're writing the whole (laughs) thing. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready to hear an article updating us on the MLB lockout? Oh, Oh, I thought it was going to be on the Winter Olympics for some reason. Okay, yes, I'm ready. All right, MLB lockout. What first week of spring training games being canceled means for the season by Bob Harambe. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hold on a second. I just thought about the fruit <laughs> I play in the league yeah the great yeah, fruit is. league and the, yeah. yep. okay, go ahead all right more than 69 months after the MLB lockout began on December 2nd it does feel like it's been that long it seems like very little Nintendo 64s have been made towards a new collective horny agreement mm. with spring training games officially fucked through at least March 5th <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah So what exactly is going on between the owners and the dildos during baseballs?
1: Uh, I don't know. All I know
0: is they had a 15-minute meeting the other day. (laughs) That was a a quickie. A lot happened. I need an adjective. I missed one. Uh, Ribbed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me start that sentence over. So what exactly is going on between the owners and the dildos during baseball's ribbed stoppage? <laughs> Are the two sides? <laughs> oh I mean, I need a verb. I missed another <laughs> one. Dang, dude! Wow. Look at this. Come on, Bob. Bob, two that's sides good. That be a verb. Yeah. Are the two sides bobbying any closer to a vagina? And most <laughs> importantly. When is it time to bamboozle the baseball glove of the the 2022 MLB luscious season? The MLB officially postponed all spring training games through at least Saturday, March 5th. The announcement came just a week before the first Succulent League and Banana League matchups, good call, Kyle, were scheduled to suck. (laughs) That's actually pretty accurate. In the statement, MLB said, quote, We report that without a collective bargaining anus in place, Mm. we must postpone the start of spring training games until no earlier than Saturday, March 5th. All 30 clubs are rough and slutty (laughs) (laughs) in their their strong desire to bring players back to your mom's house (laughs) and fans back to the gynecologist's office. (laughs) (laughs) the clubs have adopted a nappy policy that provides an option for full refunds for dim boys who have purchased purchased tickets from the clubs or any spring training games that are not taking place we are committed to smoking weed every day in an agreement that is rock hard to each side on Monday, members of the owner's itchy committee will join an in person meeting with the Players Association, Association and remain every day next week to spank and bulldoze hard <laughs> towards <laughs> starting the season on time. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you for the update from uh, Rob Manfred and Bob Harame. Oh, wow. A double reported job. Very right? yeah. nice. The itchy committee was the best. I <laughs> didn't oh, know that really? was going to. Rhyme, that's great. Itchy committee. I love strong desire to bring players back to your mom's house and fans back to the gynecologist. <laughs> I also liked that the it was referring to the teams that are rough and slutty. <laughs> <laughs> when is it time to bamboozle the baseball glove? That's also very yeah. relevant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good stuff. All right, we are committed to smoke weed every day. <laughs> It worked better putting that whole quote in than just to Yeah, smoke. it. It was fine. All right. Awesome. Well, so we normally close with Aaron of Grievances. Richie, if you have anything you're pissed about, you can throw it out there too. So, Kyle, why don't you start? What, is, yeah. what would you like to close the show on? You fool. I've been trained in your Jedi by Count Goku. <laughs> So I wrote on my notes here, I wrote three girls, April, May, and June, are being flirty and I don't like it. And Mm. what I mean by that is we're recording this here on February 21st. And today, at least here in Warsaw, Indiana, at one point it was 59 degrees and sunny and I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt outside we went for a walk we played at the park it was awesome and I just know and I looked at the forecast that like like tomorrow's gonna be up in the upper 50s too and then after that it's gonna be back down to the 20s and it's just like it just sucks like when when you can get that first temptation of spring and that first smell of like the earth defrosting you're like yes like we are almost to summer like that's kind of that feeling you get and then you remember shoot it's still the middle of february like we're not even close to being done with winter yet so spring is a dirty slut who likes to tease us and yeah exactly that's what i'm saying and their names are april may and june Mm. june's not really spring but you get what i'm saying yeah yep anything else uh, I'm trying to think. Um, no, but I, I guess one thing that kind of just—it's not like that I'm mad about. It, it just kind of baffles me—is like when you think about, like, the fact that we eat so much corn yet our bodies don't really digest it ever. That does suck. Isn't that weird? I mean, it doesn't really affect anything, but it's just every time you remember that and you're reminded, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Like Seems all of the. Because they say that you have, like, they say, like, you have a lot of acids in your body that break down food. Mm-hmm. Apparently, not enough to break down a cur- kernel of corn. Yeah, is kernel of corn like the strongest substance in the universe? Apparently? I think it might be. Yeah. It's hm. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Richie, anything you're upset about that you need to get off your chest this week?
1: <sighs> um, Well,. Yes and no. Um, off the record, I'm still on the clock working. But on the record, I'm actually, um, I'm still clocked in. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I have to do payroll all the way. It's due tomorrow, like, super early. So I'm just trying to finish it now. So I'd be to, yeah, I'd be biweekly. I have to, like, do overtime every, like, Monday, and Tuesday. So it's like, ugh, it sucks.
0: That does suck. Yeah. But, to, so, because I'm pay- So, because I, I don't know this, but like, so for people that do payroll, they have to get numbers submitted Monday, Tuesday so that banks can have everything ready and get paid out to people on Friday. Well, is ours right? is Thursday. Okay. So
1: that's why they, for some odd reason, mm-hmm. like, they thought it was genius that we get paid Thursday instead of Friday. So they gives me like literally like Last half time. a day to do like two days of work. So I'm like, Yuck. Oh, brutal.
0: It's the same for us. Yeah, we approve time cards and then they go out. Yeah, because we have to give the finals right off on, like, yes, these are accurate before checks yeah. are issued. So. Yeah. yeah, like Monday, <laughs> I'm literally
1: chatting all managers. I'm like, hey, I need this done. And there's, like, maybe, like, 300,
0: 400 managers. It's, like, really annoying. Jeez. <laughs> so Monday mornings suck every two weeks. At our school, our pay schedule is technically every other Friday, but our payroll person is, like, super proactive, and we always get our paycheck on Thursday. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of nice, yeah. Cool. Well, enough talking about what's nice. Is there anything else you're mad about, Richie? Um, I, I don't
1: know. I was really mad earlier about, like, the whole LeBron thing, because I went on a big <laughs> rant with my buddy, because I was like, how could these Cavs fans, like... Yep. Because, like, I'm like, dude, loyalty. Ooh. Like, I, I don't know, just like, it, I was really mad. I think I was just, I felt for the fans. Like, I get like the Brownie had to leave, but this is just like a brand. I'm just like gonna say, I guess. Like, I just,
0: there's just so many things with him too, because like he grew up like he didn't grow up a Cleveland fan, even though he grew up in Akron. He grew up a Yankees fan, a Cowboys fan, and a Lakers fan. So you even know grew that up, he did. That's crazy.
1: He but already grew. Grew up as a the scumbag.
0: Worst kind of fan. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> then he became, like, the worst kind of bas- basketball superstar. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I just,
1: when I thought of him, like, I guess earlier, we'll, so I, we'll go back to All-Star Games. So I was watching, like, the halftime show, whatever, and, like, there's all these greats, like John Stockton, Carmelone, Malone, Patrick Ewing. They never switched teams and stuff per se, mm-hmm. but I was, in my head, I was like, you know what, like, LeBron never moved from, like, Cleveland. he'd still be great, so he didn't really have to move if he wanted to be great, because look at, like, Patrick Ewing. Like, he never won a ring, but he was still great, so, like...
0: He could have won th- at least three rings with the Cavs. Yeah, like, he State didn't have to career. move. Like, I guess yeah. that's
1: what to me off, because if he's, like, the chosen one, then, like, you should kind of, like, be loyal to, like, you're, you know, I guess... Yeah,
0: Stafford. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but Stafford's different. Right. Like, it, I don't know. I just felt like if he was, like, the one, like, like Kobe... Like, Kobe stayed in L.A. forever. He didn't move. So, like, yeah. I don't know. Like,
0: I, and Jordan, like, he won with one team. He went to the Wizards, but it wasn't to, like, make a super team. It's just exactly. It's I mean, I, I get right. super
1: teams, like, the whole <clears throat> KG thing and, like, whatever, but I don't like Ray Allen because the whole... Like, I mean... Now later yeah. on in his career, like he didn't see it to fruition, I guess. So that was like my yeah. big rant about it. It was this I felt for Cleveland fans for one moment today. I was like, damn, that sucks. Like
0: And then you remembered it's Cleveland. Yeah, and we like hate my, Cleveland. yeah, there's nothing
1: in Cleveland. So yeah.
0: <laughs> if I can plug shamelessly plug something, I have like oh, a yeah. semi viral tweet right now. Um, and it's the ESPN all-time top NBA player list. Oh, that was and funny. Carl <laughs> Malone is ranked number sixteenth. And I said, sadly, not surprising Carl Malone is under eighteen. <laughs> that was oh, good. I liked that. <laughs> another note, but also a game. I love how Jordan was the biggest
1: applause in Cleveland. I know. That that's
0: great. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And that he like rubbed Dennis Rodman's belly that's like a good boy <laughs> like good that. boy. i didn't know rodman was there that's cool yeah did you know oh see that? i saw that gif yeah yeah because you wasn't that one you tweeted you were like me to my dog after i come home from work or something yeah. Yeah. it's him rubbing his yep. belly yep.
1: yeah also that's i thought funny. it was great the whole kg paul pierce and ray allen thing like
0: that was cool ray oh, allen
1: came up and he dapped i forgot who he dapped up but
0: LeBron. LeBron, LeBron, yeah, and like KD was, and like, they just ignored each other. Yeah, he
1: was like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> yeah.
0: See, that's when the NBA. Back to my boomer ram. It, we should play like some like old timey music in the background. That's when the NBA was great. It was back when there were rivalries and people hated each other and they held grudges and like even when they respected each other, like Larry Bird and Michael magic, Jordan, like magic they, the oh. Magic too, like they still didn't like each other. You know, like I like that better. You know. They're obviously
1: the one clip of Jordan and Magic. Did you see that clip where Jordan was he like, like challenge? It's like I can Oh, yeah, let's like awesome play one-on-one, but then like yeah. they cut back to him. He's like, all serious. He's like, No, for real, yeah. let's play right now. That's so sick.
0: Yeah. No, like, <laughs> even like 50-year-old former NBA players right now have more competitive drive than current NBA players. Yeah, it's I feel yeah. like he Jordan, it's funny because Jordan is not like for us. Popular as he is and was post NBA, he really hasn't been very much of a public figure, which yeah, is funny because he was like the face of all of sports of America. He really, yeah. he does what he um, wants,
1: like it's so crazy. Like, we didn't expect him to be there, but he was there. Like, that was the craziest yeah. part, I feel, I feel like,
0: um, plus the fact that he's an owner, you'd think he'd be in the news like daily, you know, yeah, but it, it, so. Yeah. It's funny that he shows up for that event, but you just know that like, especially with the guys that played when he played like with like with Magic, with Larry, with Charles Barkley, like uh, obviously Dennis Rodman, Patrick Ewing, I'm assuming it was like all these guys, you know, Michael, there was in his element. Like, oh, yeah, like I, I bet Magic wasn't the only one he was like busting chops with in terms mm-hmm. of like you know like let's go one one on one right now Like, I, yeah and how much would you pay to see magic johnson and michael jordan right now in their nba 75th anniversary suits go one-on-one up? i'd watch. get rid of the dunk. dunk contest honestly get rid of the yeah. dunk yeah, contest do and do like yeah bring back Shaq and dwight howard to play one-on-one like or no <laughs> have shack and charles barkley play one-on-one that'd be sick dude yeah have that's actual that'd be great oh man magic play one-on-one you could have burton magic thomas and you know like that would be cool oh oh how about tyron lu and alan iverson Oh, yeah right that'd be great that (laughs) would be so cool like i would actually watch that (laughs) even if it was kind of fake and kind of lighthearted. like that at least is more compelling to me than a dunk contest with like some third straight like some Third best options on teams I don't care about. You know, like nobody even does the contest. I think contest you figured like it out, guys. Be. Yeah, I think so. they should that do that. That would be mark. such a hard sell, though, because like guys would be afraid to like, hurt their legacy because you know the, the way t- social media is so reactionary now. Like if, yeah. if if Jordan went out and lost to Magic one on one, like imba- got badly embarrassed, people would say, yeah. This is your goat, not fake goat. Like, exactly. even though, yeah. like, it obviously would yeah, no be say on his legacy at all.
1: Ish. <laughs> I don't think they would have jordan that's lose. what would
0: suck is like i feel like it would be ruined because of stuff like that but in theory it would be awesome yeah it would be so cool yeah i yeah. step over they, part well, two they should have them they should have them compete in something that's not basketball <laughs> like air hockey or even like 2k which <laughs> well, dude, would be yeah. funny because yeah. old guys would kill him doing. in baseball
1: because he's actually a baseball player right <laughs>
0: Yeah. Jordan would kill them in gambling too because he'd be so Did you see that Jordan meme? might get them killed from gambling. <laughs> <Yeah. actually.
1: laughs> you see that meme where, like, they he saw him gambling, so he hopped on a plane to get to Cleveland because he wanted to gamble with everyone? Yeah, I saw that.
0: <laughs> no, that's funny, though. Yeah. I the, think what they should do is they should have. Did
1: you play horse, honestly? Should... Like, back in the What's day? Because uh, they used to be.
0: Um, play horse.
1: I think it was Burda exactly. and like Jordan. They used to play horse like on a commerc- that was commercial
0: McDowell's commercial. They should see- do that. They should play 21. Yeah. You know, did like- you see the NBA players during the pandemic when the NBA was shut down playing horse? No. There was like a whole no. thing. It was like put on NBA TV and stuff. Like I remember watching it. Like Zach Levine was part of one of them. And I think it was Zach Levine versus Jason Tatum. And they played horse. And so basically they were That's each in cool. their own like private gym. Cause again, it was like at the height of the lockdown. And so they they, they send each other the shots or whatever. Yeah. So they were like live stream both shots to each other. And so like Tatum would watch Levine shoot and then he would take his turn and then yeah, back cool. and forth. I like that. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. That's my event, though, is that that stuff like that can't happen. And we're stuck with the lame current NBA All-Star Weekend. So that's one thing I one of my grievances Um obviously the grievance of baseball like we didn't talk about that too much we're going to talk about it more now that other sports are kind of winding down but the fact that baseball continues to not be resolved is actually concerning me at this point uh after we got that very insightful article from you guys which it'll be resolved this week it better be because like, i'm at the point now up. i need to start looking at the the division previews and start looking at possible lineups and start looking at games we could get tickets for this summer like i'm I'm at the point where the weather starts to get nicer and i'm immediately like i need to start thinking about baseball well there's a bunch of free agents that haven't been signed yet because like carlos correa is like one of the biggest fish out there still Mm -hmm. and like javi baez being a tiger and uh who's the guy you got the pitcher uh Marcus Stroman Stroman being a cub it's like he's been tweeting out those are huge storylines like and I want to be able to like okay let's really get excited about this let's get into it let's look up highlights for that player you know like all those things you normally do as you start to approach a baseball season, and now I've just been concerned well, about everything. So, and usually this time of season two, you'd have catchers, catchers. the beat the beat writers who are down there yep. posting videos on Twitter. Of, this guy's looking real good. Here's like a highlight that was taken on somebody's like flip phone from a th- thousand yards away, but it gets you excited, you know. Like, well, I, I, the, sometimes the Chicago beat writers they'll post a, they'll post like a video. Of like pitchers warming up to catchers, mm. and they'll say like for your auditory pleasure, and it's just the sound of the the mitts popping. Oh, oh man, I yeah. no wonder I like... fucked a mitt. Yeah, <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. Or like the first time you watch batting practice during spring training, it's just like, all mm. right, yeah, the crack of the bat. I yeah. love a good crack. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially well,
1: like living right next to Wrigley, like, man, I just want to like ooh, get yeah. it popping again over there.
0: Yeah. He wants well, to get his crack up in there. <laughs> <laughs> if baseball does come back, which we're hoping, we'll back. plan some stuff for the summer. But um yeah, out of all that frustration, uh, thank you for joining us again, Richie. And uh cheer up, Richie and Kyle, Furious George both. You know what they say. Well, that is what we're frustrated about today. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FM Podcast on social media or Frustration Nation dot com. I'm at Furious George ninety four. Man, Michigan Hat is at Michigan Hat on Twitter. Richie, real quick, uh, where can everyone find you and what you're doing?
1: Um, you can find me at my Twitter handle, Twitter handle, Rich, at Richie Chicago, and um. I'm gonna be on a couple podcasts this week, so just follow my Twitter, and you can find me there. So yeah,
0: and and shoot your shot SP. Yep,
1: shoot your shot SP because they couldn't fit sports. Kind of weird. Just lame. I yeah. know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a an and we try movie. to have
0: new and we try to have new episodes out for you every Tuesday. Um, frustration Friday. Show what's that? Or,
1: what what's the hashtag I try to do? Frustration Friday. Oh yeah, frustration Ooh.
0: Friday. You're right. Yeah. yeah so we're we're, we're they might be published by tuesday but we're kind of pushing them out you haven't seen it friday's your reminder to go yeah so there you it. go yeah if you get fr- as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us gab consider supporting the show um even one dollar which is the price of four gumballs in those little twirly gumball vending machine things that kids really like even though the gumballs lose their flavor in like 10 seconds makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate. Always look on the right side of life. life.
1: What's available always in the foyer? It's almost got to live side as well, you know. All right, it's a lot. Let's get this play up there. I've been trying to dismantle it three weeks. you think plays for us, brother? They'll never make that money back, you know. I told him. I said to him, Bernie, I said, they'll never make that money back.